Welcome to the Wolf Den, episode five. Look at that. Look, look at where we're at. Episode five, just zooming on by. And hopefully uh, you've listened to all five. If you haven't, feel free. If you're jumping in here, we welcome you. But please go back, listen to some. Or if that's not for you, just stick with us as we go on. But uh, we're excited to be here at episode five. Um, how are we feeling, girls? Well, I'm in alive. <laughs> five and alive but zooming along is kind of a triggering phrase I think the word zoom has really been co-opted by the years 2020 and 2021 and same as a trump card I'll I'll think of that phrase oof, differently from here oof, on out I'll never use that word again Un- unintended phrase. unintended I I I like to think zoom is a friend um and we'll have a good relationship moving forward so I'm not gonna stop so. with zooming along but um I'm sorry that I'm sorry it makes you feel that way Zoom is a really important vehicle and tool, and it's made a lot of things possible. But I can't deny that when I hear the word, I think of the computer program now. No, that's fair. That's fair. And I think that's kind of like, I don't know, it's one of those like Kleenex instead of tissue or like it, maybe it's going to have that kind of meaning. It already does really like people don't really say, do you want to get on the, the Microsoft Teams? It's like, let's go yeah. on, oh, let's get on, let's get on a Zoom. And I yeah, will let's tell get you. On a Zoom. Maybe it's just a comfort level thing. I don't like any platform other than Zoom. I think Google Meet is not great. I think Microsoft yeah, Teams is not it. great. Skype, Skype uh, had a had a massive lead in the ninth inning and, and blew that one. Um, remember Skype? So true. Oh my gosh, haven't thought about Skype in so long. Yeah, that was even pre FaceTime. Like Lauren and I used to Skype when she started when I college. At- mm-hmm. I will wow. say it's funny. It's funny. Zoom has its place, but then also like. Hey, let's FaceTime sometime, you know, has it has its place and like it's very different. FaceTime is social. For me, this is how I call it. Right. Exactly. FaceTime is social. Zoom is business or anything adjacent to it. Like if you need to have a call with more than one person, like FaceTime's good one or two people. But if you want to have a larger conversation, it's Zoom. I don't know about you guys, but FaceTime is also mobile and Zoom is laptop for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I FaceTime on my computer sometimes. Same. I mean, well, if you have, you, you don't have a MacBook, Matthew. I do not have a MacBook. I just requested to Kate to send the Zoom link via email, um, which is really me being lazy because I could just, <laughs> I could just take the link and email it to myself, but I yeah, have to course. get it from my phone to my computer somehow. And that is so the I'll one. Well, just ask Kate to do it. Yeah, just ask <laughs> Kate to do it. But that's the one time that I, you know, wish I had a laptop. To be fair, I think it's a fair request. You're already on your laptop. All it takes is throwing it in an email versus me having to receive it and then take an extra step. I guess it's- oh, okay. I know, okay. but it was 2020's problems. It was extra steps for me. And in my opinion, yeah. if you're going to decide to remove yourself from the Apple ecosystem, that's a you problem. But he hasn't removed himself in so many other regards. He has the Apple Watch, he has the iPhone. It's just the computer. I don't know. I worked at work. I had a, I had a PC and I got used to it. And so when I was ready for a new laptop, I, when my, when my 2012 MacBook was dead, I was ready for a PC. I don't blame you at all. Your choice is your choice. All I'm saying is if you have a dietary restriction and you go to the restaurant and make that someone else's problem, I don't <laughs> love having dinner with you. Okay. Next time I'll just, I'll just order my, my dietary restriction and, and send the, the text Send the link from the text to my email and, and I won't bother you with my dietary restriction. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love that. Well, here we are. I'm proud of our consistency week to week. We've really held yeah. each other accountable. So that's cool. Yeah, we're yeah. recording once a week. I think the one thing we're less consistent on is, you know, 
the day of the week, which then makes it so the episode day is, is not consistent, but know, once a week, really violating like all of the best practices of podcasting. Right. You're here. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, we, we love you. We're here once Just a week, which is, we which you. I is impressive to me. So, all right. For those who are struggling between voices of Lauren and Kate, how are we feeling? We feeling good. I know you can't answer me, but that was, that was some good stuff. The, uh, the dietary restriction analogy, that was Kate. If you, uh, if you didn't has know to be Kate, any, any time, if, okay, <laughs> Kate's going to get mad at me. I was going to be like, if you just hear like an easy breezy comment, you know, like a go with the flow, probably Lauren, you hear some like hard hitting opinion. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, if you hear an analogy, it's me, but you know what? It's the analogies and it's the hard hitting opinions. And that's the yeah. mixed bag you get when you get Kate Wolfen. That's what you get. Great. I love it. We absolutely love it. So, Miss Lauren Wolfen, tell us what you're bringing to here the table. Here I am. Here I am. In age order. At here, let's go. What I am bringing to the table, this is going to show my age, by the way. I am so excited about my new vacuum. Like, this is, this is like peak almost 30. So, <laughs> I got, I, I needed a new vacuum. I was very overdue. Hadn't purchased a new one in a long time. I'm a big fan of a cordless vacuum. I just cannot be bothered by a cord. And obviously go to wire cutter. For those of you who don't know, this is New York Times's reviews website. I cannot say enough good things about this, this website that reviews any and all products you might need. So you need a, a new desk, a new chair for your desk, a new TV, a new, any type of gadget or, or item for your home, they're going to have the best of the best recommendation for you. So, you know, what I'm bringing to the table, it could even be wire cutter, but getting to this vacuum itself, it is a Dyson vacuum. <laughs> this is the most Lauren story ever. Um, so a Dyson V7 motorhead, let me tell you, great on carpet. I cannot believe I was living amongst such filth. Um, I have long hair, obviously shed that, you know, picked all of it right up. And the, the, the peak, like the cherry on top is that it's pink. Wow. So I didn't even know they made that color. It's hot pink. I didn't order it that way. That's the version that Wirecutter recommended to me. So just popped into my cart and here, here it is. You know, I'm excited for you. I know you're saying this is kind of an almost 30 whatever, but the truth is a good vacuum really does save time. It saves frustration and there's nothing worse than vacuuming and then feeling like your floor is dirty again in two seconds because it didn't do a great job. This thing, I've never been so excited to vacuum. I'm so excited about how, how good of a job it did. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Also just a little point of clarification for those who don't know what a Lauren story is since I was five years old and like going to, I had a standing play date with my best friend, Abby. We would have dinner together every other, we would switch off houses and her dad used to tell me that I would tell these rambling stories that went in 5,000 directions and ultimately (laughs) got back on the road. You know, like it, it got there, we got there, but like to get there, we took a lot of twists and turns. So that's that's a Lauren story. Yeah. Lots of detail as well. Oh yes, that, that's a hallmark of a Lauren story. So where did we come we, from? Where did we go? <laughs> I'm gonna take us in. I'm gonna take us in another direction. Um, For yours, uh, it'll be a, a prelude to mine, and then I'll do mine quickly. But one thing that we can we can all discuss and, and agree upon something that caught my eye this week that just popped into my mind when you said showing your age um, is that Hillary Duff just got announced as the um, 
as the lead in, I'm going to look it up so I don't mess it up, How I Met Your Father, which is some sort of reboot on How I Met Your Mother. And so with that, I took to her Instagram and one, she's aged incredibly well, has gone from this like Lizzie McGuire, 16 year old teen to uh, what looks like to, looks to be a terrific mother of three. She just had a, a third baby. She's younger than I thought she was based off of the fact that, you know, she was on our TVs uh, when we were, you know, 10, uh, five, to, five to 13, I guess I should say with me being 10. <laughs> so she's 33 years old and, and great Instagram follow. I'm, I'm, you know, three days into my Instagram follow on Hillary Duff, but uh, she's uh, having a nice second career. I'm, I'm proud of her. That's very supportive of you to follow. It is. What yeah. type of content is she posting that you think you'll enjoy? Uh, I'm, I, I like to see her interact as a mother. I think it's interesting. <laughs> um, we'll see what else she has for me. If I don't like it all and follow, I just thought it was impressive that, you know, she's having the second career younger, obviously as a show that uh, is pretty popular. I don't think either of you watch it, but oh, I love it. One. Of course. Oh, it. you love it. Yeah. A good show. Um, and, uh, Great show. You don't it's see like that a, I watch it on your Hulu? I guess not. I you think go on my page. It. That's why. <laughs> I switch back and forth. Sometimes I go on Matt, sometimes I go on Kate's. You know, my I, I'm kind of tempted to change my Hulu password just to know how many people watch my Hulu. No. You guys can have the password right after I change it. I'm just curious how many texts I get and who's bold enough to say, like, what happened to Hulu versus yeah. who's just who's just watching and, and has no idea that it's my page or somebody that I didn't give the password to, et cetera. So mm. I won't, if I change it on you, I'll tell you the password change, but I'm just curious. Kate, remember when we were at La Cactus and we had some random person was logged in on, it was Hulu, right? Yeah, you cannot reveal this. We could go to jail. We watched, mm. um, we watched <laughs> Good Trouble. Is that what that show is called? No, The Bold Type. The Bold Type. Um, we watched The Bold Type on some random girl's Hulu account that was logged into a hotel. TV. And you know, that's actually a big issue when you log in on vacation and then you don't remember to log out. That's a fear of mine. Yeah. Me too. Kate, we what's we didn't do anything wrong. It was already logged in. I'm kidding it's around. Right. But if this girl is like for some reason listening to our podcast oh, and then she name. knows it was something funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, I figured out who watched the pilot of the bold type. <laughs> it made me think of it because I'm wearing the like cactus hat. Definitely. Um, Good time. Okay, Matthew, we got to get back to your what you're bringing to the table. I'm going to move into what I'm actually bringing to the table, which is um, I just wrapped up a five-week class on presentation fundamentals. And for the last assignment, which I just just presented, uh, we had to do a 10-minute presentation on any topic of our choosing. And so naturally, um, I thought of what I would have enough to talk about. And I I decided to do a presentation on memes. and one, I was actually very proud of the serious nature I brought to what could be a, a pretty silly topic. I talked about the power to move markets with the with uh, GameStop. I talked about the power to build brands. Talked about some a Bud Light partnership with uh, doing things media and all those meme channels. And then I also talked about the power to do good. I don't know if you guys know this story. Um, Quentin Quarantino. Um, do you guys follow that page? No. Um, 650,000 followers started like a year ago now, like very political. When Rush Limbaugh passed away in February, who uh, was not a big fan of of uh, Planned Parenthood to, to say the least and to take us, not let us go too deep into politics. Uh, this guy who's like 25 year old memer started a 
donation page and he ended up donating $1.2 million to Planned Parenthood, uh, all like all from supporters from his following. Um, and it was like donated in the name of Rush Limbaugh, which I thought was just hilarious. Lauren and Kate, when I said the number, both like perked up. That's crazy. Had like bug eyes and like went closer to the screen. Yeah. So all that to say, I was proud of myself for doing a bit more research and putting some substance against it. So it was actually a decent presentation. But the fact that, you know, memes are dynamic enough for me to talk about it for 10 minutes. Obviously, I have, uh, I, for those who don't know, I uh, try and sometimes successfully partner with a meme page called InstaSingle. Uh, to sell ads. And so I have a personal connection there. I didn't talk about that in the presentation, but that was fun that I was able to put some substance against it and, and give a 10 minute presentation. It was actually super entertaining to do the research and put it together. That's great. Like, and, and you know what the best part about that is like, I'm glad that you did something. I'm sure the instruction was just like, do something that's just like you love and get excited about do something that you, that you want to talk about that comes across in any presentation that you give. And I think like, even if you were doing some dry business presentation, you have to find those ways to get yourself that inv invested and excited in it because yeah. that's how you get other people invested and excited and about it too. And like, I, I took a similar class in business school and I gave my presentation about Trader Joe's because I love Trader Joe's. <laughs> That's an awesome segue for what I'm bringing to the table. Amazing. Well, it's one and a half things uh, okay. since I feel that Matthew did the same. So I the mean, half thing was too. Great. We're expanding. One day we're each going to be bringing 10 things to the table. But um, the first thing I would like to mention is that ranunculus bunches are $5.99 at Trader Joe's right now. Um, if you have never purchased flowers for yourself at the grocery store, I don't know what you're doing because it is the biggest mood booster. It makes me so happy to look at the group of flowers I've arranged for myself, but also just getting home from the grocery store and putting them in a vase and cutting the stems is very therapeutic. And um, ranunculus, I think, are my favorite flowers these days. They're kind of like peonies, but they come in really fun colors. And I have some pink and orange and yellow ones behind me right now. So that's making me happy. I purchased them too this week, had to, had to be on the same page. And Definitely they're sitting on my desk. So I'm really, really pleased. Kate they're so fun to, to look at. Kate and I went to Trader Joe's yesterday and I'm looking at the flowers that I bought and Alyssa arranged. And I don't know what the hell I did. I bought some hydrangeas and some tulips. I think the hydrangeas are going to die in the next day and Matthew. the tulips are not so far behind. It's because we hydrangeas. separated in the grocery store. I would have advised you otherwise, I think. No, these you don't usually die this, this quick. I, really I bought hydrangeas. Mine are thriving. Anyway, Kate, I'm gonna was, send that, you was that your TikTok. half or your Well, full? that's her half. I interrupted her, but I'm going to send you a TikTok, Matthew, about keeping hydrangeas live. I sent it to Kate last week. All right, TikTok. Keep TikTok in mind. We'll come back to it. Stick okay, back to it. on it. Back, back to 1.5 for Kate. Yes, so we've addressed 0.5, and now for one. Um, I'm bringing the book Daisy Jones and the Six to the table, which I read a few months ago, but it's been top of mind because I've been recommending it to friends lately. And it's by an author named Taylor Jenkins Reed, who's coming out with a new book I'm excited to get into when it comes out over the summer. But um, Daisy Jones and the Six is one of the books I've read recently that I think most anyone would enjoy. It's super fast paced because it's written interview style where it says 
these aren't the character names, but like Lauren, and then exactly what Lauren said, Matthew, and then exactly what Matthew said. And it's written so realistically that I actually thought it was about a real rock band. And I tried to look their music up on Spotify when I first started reading the book, which is so embarrassing. But I think that's really a testament to how powerful and moving um, her writing is. And as I said, it's about a group of musicians living in LA in the 50s, 60s, 70s. So it was really fun to hear about, I don't know, the scenes on the Sunset Strip and things like that. But I would highly recommend it to anyone who's looking for something fun, but still meaningful to read. I know she she's really having a moment. I'm reading another book by her right now, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and it is so enjoyable. I think her writing style is just, it's quick. It's a lot of it's first person. And so it draws you right in and she, she's a great storyteller. Yeah, definitely. And I liked Evelyn Hugo, but if you're going to pick one Taylor Jenkins read book, I really think it should be Daisy Jones and the Six. And don't let people who have not liked it sway you because I disagree with them. I'm putting my foot down. I was going to say Kate likes to buck the trend. You know, she's making her statements. I'm also reading a great book right now. Oh, yeah? Matthew, what book is that? Good Night Moon. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> All I read is Twitter and memes. Ugh. And, a, and a good and Twitter and memes and a good Harvard Business Review case. That's that's what I'm reading right now. Those are all good things. I did lend Matthew Atomic Habits and I, I think you'd really enjoy it. The problem is that you need to read it in order to form the habit of reading it. But yeah. it was really informative. Okay. Maybe before he he can get in the habit of reading it, you need to give him some of the the techniques, Kate, like you taught me like habit stacking, because I've been doing that a little bit. Oh, so like, so I want to do five minute journal. I don't have the physical journal. I have the app and I, mm-hmm. I made it like part of the morning routine. So now it's like, I wake up, I do my workout, I do my app. Mm-hmm. And then I like go on and do whatever. So it now it has like a place and it has a place in the order. basically. Yeah. Definitely. So Matthew, you have to like establish when you do it or when you read. I don't know. Matthew's rolling his eyes and uh, nodding like a mensch, but. I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm just (laughs) nodding. You know, I found it really hard to read when I was in school, like, especially when I was in business school, because like you said, Matthew, you're reading so many cases all the time. And just like, there's, there's so much work to be done that like, yeah. When I wanted to turn my brain off, I wanted to turn to TV, not not even like a fiction book. But now I, I yeah. love reading because I don't really do that much. Or in my case, I like to turn to TikTok, which is going to be our deep dive. You guys well, ready? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Let's do it. That, that is taking up a little bit of my time lately as well. Yeah. So let's start with the fact that our, our group text, the three of us, it's almost 50% is Lauren sending TikToks, which is <laughs> hilarious because Kate and I, over the summer in particular, and always now, like we're straight up speaking only in TikTok references and Lauren felt very left out. And she's like, I don't like this TikTok thing. Now I think she probably spends the most time of the three of us on it. And I, I love it. Um, but I mean, what wait, I, I just have to paint a picture really quick of me on TikTok. I'm sitting there like, <laughs> scrolling like <laughs> like laughing out loud to myself I'm like who will understand this sense of humor okay this one's for Matthew and Kate oh this is an emotional one Maddie man oh this is a funny one Liz Hunter like I'm just like, you're like a Facebook grandma but I think it's so funny because the ones you send are pretty good but they don't 
always make me good. laugh out loud. And my for you page looks really different than the things I, that you send hey, us. You have a really good for you page because over the summer we would sit and go on TikTok. This was before I had TikTok. Yeah. And go on TikTok for an hour and we'd be laughing, laughing, laughing. But Okay, we've digressed already because Matthew, I cut you off. You're going to say some more things about me on TikTok or just TikTok in general. No, I was going to dive into a personal example of what I believe is pretty special about TikTok. So um, as we've mentioned a couple of times, Lauren is launching an app alongside her co-founder, Maddie, and uh, it's called Camber. And it's basically to get travel recs, uh, both for when you're traveling far and near. Um, and they've done a really, really good job at pre-launch, in my opinion. Um, and they're, they're moving into beta very soon. And, and basically, at this point, I'm looking at the latest stats. They have over 7,000 followers. And they had a really solid TikTok yesterday, this week, yesterday. Uh, over the weekend, Saturday. Over the weekend. And basically, it's this trend where there's this certain song that's supposed to remind you of like 2000s movie clips, ends of movies where um, there's a freeze frame. It's like person. Guys, it's episode five. I can sing now. Remember yeah, how okay, I said that? Okay, it's like this. I don't know the words, but it's like, and I told you, yes, I did. Dun, 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 dun. I, think I think that's good I enough. Am, I think that's good enough. I to am get hopeful. People. Oh, yes, I'm hopeful. Yes, I am hopeful for today. There you go. Those are the so words. anyway. They had this, they had a TikTok and then they said, basically the, the theme of the TikTok, maybe we should just, you know, people can go watch it, but. The well, theme yeah, of the first TikTok, of all, stop, 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 stop. Everyone, if you don't, if you, if you have TikTok or if you have Instagram, stop what you're doing. At Camber app. Go follow at Camber app, C-A-M-B-E-R-A-P-P on Instagram and on TikTok. Okay, resume. Okay, so the theme, the theme is basically that Maddie and Lauren maybe initially thought that, you know, as non-technical founders, they can't start this app. But then if the freeze frame is that then they realize that that woman can do anything and created a new app. It's called Camper and it's in beta. And this particular TikTok has over 13,000 views, almost 14,000 views. By the time you listen, it'll be over 14,000. And it has over 1,100 likes and over 20 comments. So to me, what's the crazy thing, and we can dive a little deeper into the Camber, um, the Camber example and TikTok in general, but the crazy thing to me is this app, if when it's live, you're gonna, ha- you're gonna start to understand for every thousand views on TikTok or for every viral, we'll call viral over 10,000 views, TikTok that we post, we can get organic reach and we can get organic downloads of our app. There are people in the comments that say, oh my gosh, I, I really want this app. Please keep me updated. And, and they follow. And the fact that there's over 7,000 people who have decided at one point in an, or another that they want to see more content from this, from this app and want to have a sense of what's going on with it is really pretty astounding to me. I mean, obviously that exists on Instagram, but the engagement is much, much higher on TikTok. And I'm very impressed both by the platform and how Lauren and Maddie are using the platform. So that's, that's yeah. my beginning. Um, love to hear your guys' additions to that. Well, first of all, just thank you for those very kind words because I'm going to share the secret with you. I was extremely skeptical of TikTok (laughs) in the beginning. Now, because I know my phone is listening to me, I need to reinforce. I am a full believer in TikTok (laughs) and what it can do because the second that I, I had this change 
where I was like, okay, Maddie, you know, this is where we're going to grow. And, and it was, it, it just was like a overnight thing. I, I just realized this audience is so engaged. It, it's very different than Instagram. Instagram, you're posting on the feed, you're making it this like beautiful curated thing. We're very intentional with our Instagram. TikTok is where we have fun. We post, it's, it's our personality, it's our emotions, it's funny. And for, for me, what I love so much are these trends where this trend can be taken in so many different Million directions. Ways. How did it, who created it? How did it catch on? I couldn't tell you. But for us, we're like, oh, this is so funny. This is so fun. Let's participate. And this one in particular, I think what is so cool about it is it's talking about women. It's talking about women in STEM. And it's it's funny and, and engaging at the same time. And it's quick. And I, that's what I also like about TikTok. It's, it's really just like a quick like bite of someone's personality. Oh, sorry, Quibi. Um, <laughs> RIP. <laughs> and I just have so much belief in its power because you can tell a story and you can do it really quickly and get people to, to understand something with sight, sound, and motion, like by having the, the video aspect. Yeah, I've never really thought critically about it before, specifically compared to Instagram, but TikTok is just by the nature of the fact that it involves audio and video, it's a more engaging platform than Instagram. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can scroll really quickly through it, but you're getting to gain literally nothing versus scrolling through your Instagram feed really quickly. You can do, and you probably won't leave a bunch of comments or even like anything, but you kind of feel like you still got the Instagram experience. Whereas TikTok, you have to give a little more time to, to fully enjoy. And you're probably only going to watch it in a scenario where you can have your volume on because otherwise the videos- And are where not. you can laugh out loud. Definitely. Otherwise the videos aren't super enjoyable. So I guess if you have AirPods with you everywhere, you can look at TikTok while you're waiting in line for a coffee or whatever. But to me, that's a really Instagram- friendly moment when I'm not paying a ton of attention. And then I tend to watch TikTok when I'm lying on my bed or sitting on my couch. And in those moments, I definitely have more like emotional attention to pay to these videos. That's really interesting because now just the fact that like I, I naturally brought up Quibi. Quibi launched at a not great time given the state of the world. And it, to me, I never understood why it was going to be that substitute for kind of Instagram what mm -hmm. in the moments when you were waiting in a line or whatever it might be because I had the same concern you do Katie you want to listen to the volume because it's an episode of something mm -hmm. whereas TikTok I think the the benefit is the videos are so short and and it's it's just like a, a really quick easy scroll through the other thing TikTok does so well in my opinion is it's so easy to share you don't have to be logged in. You don't even have to have a TikTok to yeah. watch some of the videos. And like, I, I have a good friend who doesn't have TikTok. So she always wants to see what we're doing. So like, I'll send them to her and she loves it. But like, she doesn't have to be on it just to like, see what we're doing. From a tech perspective, I've, I don't know how hard that is. But I, my understanding from those who do understand it is that that's pretty difficult. And I actually think that that's yeah. such an amazing way to get members on the platform because I have friends who were hesitant for a long time. Mm -hmm. I sent them an, like enough videos, call it three to four videos that at a certain point, they're like, this is kind of fun. I want in. Totally. Um, 
And so that's how I, was. I think that's huge. One quick thing on Quibi. I think that the sound off environment of those very quick moments in like Quibi was never going to win there because you needed sound on. And then yeah. the times where you are going to TikTok are the moments that like you sort of just like don't want to have to be all in. And if it draws your attention, great. But if you, if it doesn't, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Um, a really silly example is like when I'm shaving, sometimes I'll just put TikTok on and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'm not really paying attention, but sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's not versus if I were watching a nine minute Quibi and I zone out for a minute or two, it is TV, it's episodic. And, and I, I think I'd be, I'd be there and, and not understanding something. Yeah. kind of dead in the water and, and the pandemic didn't help poor quibs yeah. r.i.p um going back to the sharing component i have a camber a, a question from your camber perspective or so matthew touched on it a bit but i think the beauty of camber is that uh okay, for example i studied abroad fall of my junior year which was so so fun um more on that another time but when i would travel for 36 hours with my friends um, on a weekend, we would think of who we knew that had been abroad in that city last year and ask for their recommendations, usually to receive this huge Google Docs list of stuff that we then had to go through and add to our own maps and see where it was in relation to the Airbnb. And it was this huge, stupid task. And of course, I'm really particular about you know, if we only have three meals here, where are those meals going to be? And so I would go to something like Yelp or Google or Instagram to look at pictures of the food and the environment and make sure that it would be an enjoyable experience. Um, And those platforms are kind of shareable. I mean, Instagram is definitely the most shareable of the three, I would say, in terms of saying to a friend, like, this place looks super cute. What do you think? And I don't feel like I'm a TikTok native enough to know if people are using the platform to look at restaurants and hotels on TikTok the same way that they go to an Instagram or a Yelp quite yet. But that's been a huge part Mm. of your TikTok strategy, too, Mm. is sharing like, look at this cool natural wine shop, look at this cool, um, like Golden Rice Co. is a great example, this cool pop-up experience. So do you think that more restaurants and hotels will start getting on TikTok? Do you think they should get on TikTok? How do you think the consumer behavior will change when TikTok offers these more visual options, but it's more work for the place to produce? Yeah, no, I think more and more TikTok is becoming a requisite, like it's another channel that that a business almost has to be on at this point in time, because what I think is so wonderful about TikTok, more than just the place putting out content or or saying, you know, this is our new pasta dish or whatever it may be. It's actually the influencers who are creating content for the place. It's, it's free UGC and it's, it's better than what's on Instagram. Even like people take the time to go to the place, film it, edit the thing, put music on it, put their captions on it, give their opinion. Like, I think it's even better than Yelp. And like, no offense, you're not really going to put that kind of time and effort in. And if it's like a bad place, I don't believe <laughs> like be you're really going to just funny. like trash a place. You're like yeah, filming well, the dirty bathroom and the hair in your suit. Oh my God. Yeah, if, it, if it were a particularly bad place, that'd be funny. But if it were just a mediocre place, obviously you're not, you're not going to do, you're not going to take the time. You might put a Yelp review, but you're not going to take the time to do it. But what I was going to say is I 
find it really interesting to see some of the newer types of businesses or restaurants or things do make a TikTok, if any, if all, anything, only so that people can tag them. Mm-hmm. I think it's super important and they can just build up like that little library of content. That's a really good thing. point. Wait, really quickly, really quickly, marketing glossary. Lauren mentioned UGC, which stands for user-generated content. So if you've ever seen one of your favorite brands repost a picture from normal old Joe, um, they are using user-generated content to show that there are real people enjoying their products and you could be one of those real people too. Yeah, restoring on Instagram is is a big place for UGC where you tag a brand and then they'll share the brand will share it to their story to show that there are everyday people who are enjoying the product. Um, I think one thing that's also kind of special about TikTok and we should uh, wrap up our TikTok conversation soon. Just know we're getting long for for, for ourselves we're talking here. on TikTok forever. <laughs> but um, really good. One one thing that I think is important is that niche works. Niche is is absolutely what, is what builds pages and it allows for consistency as well. If you define Mm -hmm. what you're going to be, I think people are more willing to opt in and to follow because they know what to expect. And so I am starting to see the platform serving me up very specific things. So there's this, I don't know who, I haven't checked in on them, but there's this account. I I think it's two girls who live in Chicago and they try different sandwich spots in Chicago. (laughs) And so I know what to expect. I know it's going to be sandwiches in Chicago. And that's interesting to me, right? I might go check one of those out. Um, and so I think niche works and I think that bars, restaurants, hotels will need to do it. But I think Lauren's a hundred percent right that for nothing, for nothing other than getting those niche accounts to consider them, um, as somebody, as something worth considering, I think is mm-hmm. really important. Um, one point. final note from me, Kate and I had an idea for an Instagram account that I think could be a better TikTok account than an Instagram account. I agree. Um, can I say the name on here or do we, do we say words, uh, words yeah. such as, as this i think it's okay um, i think it's okay the name of the account is it's the shit and the idea is to <laughs> on instagram it was pictures but i think video is going to be great it's way you know, sometimes you walk into a, a really awesome bathroom whether it be in a restaurant in a hotel there's either a great wallpaper or there's something special kit you can expand on a it, cool but... mirror the faucet could be particularly interesting i've seen a poster that said all employees must wash hands before returning to work. That was so beautiful at a Nancy Silverton pizza restaurant. So we're talking about that type of thing. Or a sign guys, that says all employees must wash hands. You probably should too. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> you guys better go make that TikTok handle right now. Yeah. Well, you know what? This is the thing. Ideas are cheap. Execution is everything. So hundred percent. Yeah. My first, my first, it's the shit TikTok would be the first TikTok I've created. So I, it's, it's a, it's a jump, but you know, hey, maybe we can do it. I, okay. I'll I just like one, one final word on that because I was so intimidated to make TikToks. I used to make Maddie make all of them. I like, she would record the content and I was like, I don't know how to do this. It's too complicated, but like, I'm going to tell you this thing is dummy proof. Like it is, they've made the tools so good that anyone can do it. I'm convinced. Like even I, I, I I like don't want to sound like I'm saying I'm not technologically savvy. Obviously I'm creating an app. Like I know how to like do tech, but this app is so user-friendly. I just, I applaud them and I encourage everyone to go make a TikTok. 
All right, Kate, as we get back out there, let's record some content. Let's try. Sounds good. Well, I'm going to wrap this up by saying, even if you don't make a TikTok today, this week, this month, get on TikTok and just see what the platform is about. I think as we're seeing technology progress, it's really easy, even for a 21-year-old like me, to talk myself out of getting on new platforms and say, like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand what's going on. So I can only imagine that that's going to get worse as I age. But I want to be the parent who knows the social media platforms that my kids are on and one who's able to keep up with the cultural conversation. So if you're not on TikTok, make an account. Um, If Lauren can be any inspiration to you, like Maddie said, she had no idea the TikToks we were referencing over the summer. But then today uh, she texted oh no, oh no, 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 no. And if you're on TikTok at all, you know, that's, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. And um, I was really proud of her evolution. So let her be a role model for you. Get on TikTok, laugh a little. It's really a happy place on the internet. And as you can see, there's endless entertainment and interest. So true. And and if you're intimidated, just like, let me know. I'll, I'll start sending you some TikToks. Yeah. That's and great. that'll be your your gateway into into the platform. Absolutely. Highly customized know. TikToks through mm-hmm. your text. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We'll basically be your, your algorithm. We'll be your yes. FYP algorithm for you. The FYP is for you, Paige. Yes. Good, good way to end it. Um, All right. This has been episode five of The Wolf Den. Thank you so much for listening. We have to get on TikTok now that I'm thinking about it because we're on Instagram at The Wolf Den Pod, but it would be hypocritical for us to have had this whole long conversation and not take our own advice. Um, Anyway, follow us on Instagram for the time being. We would love to see you there. And until next time, this has been Lauren, Matthew, and Kate chatting marketing with you. See ya. Bye, everyone.